0: CHAPTER Two OF GUNSIGHT PASS HOW OIL CAME TO THE CATTLE COUNTRY AND BROUGHT A NEW WEST BY WILLIAM MACLEOD RAIN THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN THE RACE THE COYOTES WERE barking WHEN THE COOK'S TRIANGLE BROUGHT DAVE FROM HIS BLANKETS. THE OBJECTS ABOUT THEM WERE STILL MYSTERIOUS IN THE PRE-DAWN DARKNESS. THE SHOUTING OF THE WRANGLERS AND THE BELLS OF THE REMUDA CAME MUSICALLY AS FROM A GREAT DISTANCE hart joined his friend and the two young men walked out to the remuda together each rider had on the previous night belled the mount he wanted for he knew that in the morning it would be too dark to distinguish one broncho from another the animals were rim milling going around and around in a circle to escape the lariat dave rode in close and waited rope ready his ears attuned to the sound of his own bell A horse rushed, jingling past. The rope snaked out, fell true, tightened over the neck of the cow pony, brought up the animal short. Instantly it surrendered, making no further attempt to escape. The roper made a half-hitch round the nose of the bronco, swung to its back, and cantered back to camp. In the gray dawn, near details were becoming visible. The mountains began to hover on the edge of the young world the wind was blowing across half a continent sanders saddled then rode out upon the mesa he whistled sharply there came an answering nicker and presently out of the darkness a pony trotted the pinto was a sleek and glossy little fellow beautiful in action and gentle as a kitten the young fellow took the well-shaped head in his arms fondled the soft dainty nose that nuzzled in his pocket for sugar fed chiquito a half-handful of the delicacy in his open palm and put the pony through the repertoire of tricks he had taught his pet you want to shake a leg today, old fella, and throw dust in that tin horn's face he murmured to his four-footed friend gentling it with little pats of love and admiration adios chiquito i know you won't throw off on your old pal so long old pie-eater Across the mesa, Dave Gallop-Back swung from the saddle and made a bee line for breakfast. The other men were already busy at this important business. From the tail of the chuck wagon, he took a tin cup and a tin plate. He helped himself to coffee, soda biscuits, and a strip of steak just forked from a large kettle of boiling lard. Presently, more coffee, more biscuits, and more steak went the way of the first helping the hard-riding life of the desert stimulates a healthy appetite the punchers of the d bar lazy r were moving a large herd to a new range it was made up of several lots bought from smaller outfits that had gone out of business under the pressure of falling prices short grass and the activity of rustlers the cattle had been loose bedded in a gulch close at hand the upper end of which was sealed by an impassable cliff Many such canyons in the wilder parts of the mountains, fenced across the face to serve as a corral, having used by rustlers as caches into which to drift their stolen stock. This one had no doubt more than once played such a part in days past. Expertly, the riders threw the cattle back to the mesa and moved them forward. Among the bunch, one could find the T-Anchor brand, the Circle Cross, the diamond tail, and the XZ scattered among the cows burned with the D-Bar Lazy R, which was the original brand of the owner, Emerson Crawford. The sun rose and filled the sky. In a heavy cloud of dust, the cattle trailed steadily toward the distant hills. Near noon, Buck, passing Dave where he rode as a drag driver in the wake of the herd, shouted a greeting at the young man terrible hot i'm spittin' cotton dave nodded his eyes were red and sore from the alkali dust his throat dry as a lime kiln you done said it buck hotter hell or yuma doug says for us to throw off at seven mile hole i won't make no holler at that the herd leaders reading the signs of a spring close at hand quickened the pace With necks outstretched, bawling loudly they hurried forward. Forty-eight hours ago they had last satisfied their thirst. Usually Doble watered each noon, but the desert yesterday had been dry as Sahara. Only such moisture was available as could be found in black grama and needle grass. The point of the herd swung in toward the cottonwoods that straggled down from the draw. For hours the riders were kept busy moving forward the cattle that had been watered and holding back the pressure of thirsty animals. Again the outfit took the desert trail. Heat waves played on the sand. Vegetation grew scant except for patches of cholla and mesquite, a sand cherry bush here and there, occasionally a clump of shining poison ivy. Sunset brought them to the salt flats. The foreman gave orders to throw off and make camp a course was chosen for the race from a selected point the horses were to run to a clump of mesquite round it and return to the starting place Doug noble was chosen both starter and judge dave watched whiskey bill with the trained eyes of a horseman the animal was an ugly brute as to the head its eyes were set too close and the shape of the nose was deformed from the effects of the rattlesnake's sting but in legs and body it had the fine lines of a racer. The horse was built for speed. The cowpuncher's heart sank. His bronco was fast, willing, and very intelligent, but the little range pony had not been designed to show its heels to a near thoroughbred. Are you ready? Doble asked of the two men in the saddles. His brother said, Let her go. Sanders nodded. The revolver barked chiquito was off like a flash of light found its stride instantly the training of a cow pony makes for alertness for immediate response before it had covered seventy-five yards the pinto was three lengths to the good dave flying toward the halfway post heard his friend Hart's triumphant yip 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 coming to him on the wind he leaned forward patted his horse on the shoulder murmuring words of encouragement into its ear but he knew without turning round that the racer galloping at his heels was drawing closer its long shadow thrown in front of it by the wrestling sun reached to dave's stirrups crept to chiquito's head moved farther toward the other shadow plunging wildly eastward foot by foot the distance between the horses lessened to two lengths to one to half a length the ugly head of the racer came abreast of the cow puncher. With sickening certainty the range rider knew that his Chiquito was doing the best that was in it. Whiskey Bill was the faster horse. Simultaneously he became aware of two things. The bay was no longer gaining. The halfway mark was just ahead. The cow puncher knew exactly how to make the turn with the least possible loss of speed and ground. "'Too often in headlong pursuit of a wild hill-steer, "'he had whirled as on a dollar to leave him any doubt now. scarce slackening speed, he swept the pinto round the clump of mesquite "'and was off for home. "'Dave was halfway back before he was sure "'that the thud of Whiskey Bill's hoofs was almost at his heels. "'He called on the cow pony for a last spurt. "'The plucky little horse answered the call, "'gathered itself for the home stretch, "'for a moment held its advantage.' Again, Bob Hart's yell drifted to Sanders. Then he knew that the bay was running side by side with Chiquito, was slowly creeping to the front. The two horses raced down the stretch together, Whiskey Bill half a length in the lead and gaining at every stride. Daylight showed between them when they crossed the line. Chiquito had been outrun by a speedier horse. End of chapter 2